We are back Woo! with an all new episode, <laughs> all new season of Dirtcast. <laughs> I am your host, Madeline Davies. I am your other host, Megan Reynolds. We are on a little hiatus to, you know, refuel, mm-hmm. to recharge. Yep. Because um, we're green, we don't refuel, we plug in. We plug in. We're solar powered. We plugged in for like a month and some change. <laughs> now we are back to discuss the cheerful topic that is Natalie Wood's murder. Yay! Um, joining <laughs> us, we have two experts. We mm. have our very own Alex Better. He does social media for us at Gizmodo Media Group. And we also have Rachel Lubitz, who is the senior style writer at Mike. Both of them are weirdly obsessed with this very old murder I mean, and great. came to us. They did. They did. <laughs> they, they sure did. They were like, can we please come and talk about Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood? And I said, yeah. The psychic was like, you're going to drown. <gasps> and like Natalie Wood was like very aware of this fact that the yeah. psychic was like, you're going to die in the water. But first, Maddie, how are you? I'm good. I am ready to roll I was telling you that last night I was watching, I went down a real rabbit hole of mm. skincare videos. And the gross part of that is that I started watching like pimple extraction videos, which were, it was, a re- it's a regrettable choice. There mm. are things that I cannot unsee. No, and they'll they'll pop up every now and then when uh-huh. you're not thinking about <laughs> it. Okay, that was unintentional. And I would, <laughs> but the like actual ones that are just like the Korean skincare experts were just mm. like, this is what you do to mm-hmm. make it so your face is just like an eraser mark. Yeah. That's all I want. And Mm so um, it gave me like a new lease on skincare where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to (laughs) go. I woke up this morning. I splashed my face with cold water just to invigorate it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. How are you? I'm great. (laughs) Well, um, I'm great. I'm just great. Good. That's, I think, all I have to say. Yeah. I kind of really was digging deep for something, but I found it. You did. That was another pun that was perhaps unintentional. Also unintentional. Mm, Look at us. naturally on fire. Here we are. Here we are. Okay. A lot of shit has happened since we have last been. been so long. I mean, so many things. So... I also want to say, say it's been really nice how many people have reached out to us yes. about um, missing the podcast because it's like we see the numbers, but right. it's really hard to translate that into actual people. Yeah. And so reading your emails and seeing tweets from people who actually missed the show is like really deeply I, heartening. I know. I was like, every time I was like surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. It's just like we just like hate okay. ourselves so yeah, naturally. I fucking, yeah, I can't stand um, myself. So I was like, oh, that's nice. But yeah. So thank you all for yes. reaching out. It made it even more exciting to kind of get back on. It did. On the horse. Back in the saddle, as they say. You know what happens when you go to the stable and ride horses? What, Maddie? You get a little dirty. Oh, really? (laughs) Megan. Uh Uh-huh? Are you ready for the dirtiest dirt of the week? I've never been more ready for the dirtiest dirt of the week slash month slash 2018 to date. A lot of dirt. Yeah, as one tweeter frantically tweeted at me, it's been two months since Luann Delisus has been arrested, and I've heard nothing from you. <laughs> and I feel bad because I have so many thoughts, you know? Uh, <laughs> I mean, is she okay? Luann Delisus of The Real Housewives of New York City. She, I think, is in treatment now for an alcohol problem. Yeah, sure. Which is, yeah. I guess, like the ideal outcome of all of that. She's also like a rich white lady and like regardless. she kicked a cop and is still alive which is good for yeah coming out ahead it's true yeah and she got like arrested in the most 
What, Palm Wright. Beach? Yeah, she was in Palm Beach in a hotel room in bed with a man. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and it was just like peak mm. Luann. Peak Luann. Well, so. get get well soon, Luann. Yeah. I mean, we wish you the best. Your Instagrams show you with like surrounded by like a lot of uh, really tasteful flower arrangements. Oh, so I feel she's like that implies fine. that you're oh, on that's, the up and up. That's, like, <laughs> that's a sign of life. So some dirt happened. A lot of, a lot of dirt. First thing I have on the list is I need you, Maddie, to explain the Golden Globes to me, <laughs> because I was out of the country while Megan they happened. I was in Taiwan. I she was, was literally on the other side I of the world. Seventeen million hours ahead. At it, like stuck with my family. They weren't excited about the Globes there. Uh, it was like I was looking at Twitter occasionally. No, it was on the news yeah. briefly. Like, but it was all in Chinese, so I didn't understand it. Um, I know Oprah said something, and then the news that I was watching cut away to, like, a bus accident or something, yeah. and that was all I saw. So I don't know what happened. So let me level with you. Please. I don't either. <laughs> Not because I didn't watch them. Oh. I did, but I wasn't covering them from work, for oh, work, so okay. I had an edible. <laughs> nice. Um, and... I don't really remember. Okay. Like, I do remember. I remember cry. I cried during Oprah's speech. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. So I want all the girls watching here and now to know that a new day is on the horizon. And when that new day finally dawns, It will be because of a lot of magnificent women, many of whom are right here in this room tonight, and some pretty phenomenal men fighting hard to make sure that they become the leaders who take us to the time when nobody ever has to say, me too, again. I remember, like, a lot of the bits being, like, way funnier to me. Right. There's something annoyed me, some like Me Too hypocrisy annoyed me. Okay. And I was like, I got a tweet. Oh. I got a tweet about this. Oh, dear. And then this thought, like a whisper from the gods just mm. entered my thought and said, you don't have to do anything. <gasps> wow. And it was... It was right. That's like what actual freedom tastes like. When I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't have to weigh in. When, <laughs> when like another voice like deeper is like, hey. Um, Well, what I wrote down, my notes on what I gleaned about (laughs) the Golden Globes are hilarious because I only, I, this was just from like scrolling through Twitter while I, I suppose they were on while I was probably eating my seventh meal of the day with my family. Everyone wore black, question mark. Yes. Oprah made a speech, and now everyone thinks she's running for office, but she's not. True. She So basically, people were, like, kind of just, like, tongue-in-cheek posting, like, Oprah 2020, because her speech was so good. Okay. And then, of course, like, douchebag, like, not—I'm not saying it's, like, the El Chapo Trap House guys, but oh, it's the guys who listen to El Chapo Gotcha. Trap. Not El Chapo. That's what that's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Um— they're like fans. they were like it was like that type of fan who was like mm. actually celebrities shouldn't run for president and it's just like oh let everybody have a moment. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, great. Glad also, I missed Oprah that. Oprah would do a great job. She'd be so fine. shut your pie hole. Seth Meyers was a good or bad host. 
I thought he was funny and appropriately like respectful. Yeah, respectful and also like he he didn't like Jimmy Fallon it. Like he wasn't awesome. like on screen. He wasn't like, like you know, wasn't there all the time. Okay, wonderful. But I, again, I don't fully remember. Sure. No. Okay, great. It's 2018. Marijuana is finally allowed and sexual harassment finally isn't. It's going to be a good year. My my last note is, did anything of note happen? I guess it was just the Oprah speech from what I can tell. Yeah, I don't know. Based on your recollection and my, like, four bullet points. Yeah, I don't know. So that that concludes Maddie Explains the Golden Globes <laughs> yeah, to Megan. Yeah, I did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> but what you actually were present for, can we talk about something that you can explain to me and yes. that you actually, like, will probably have some information? Yeah, yeah, totally. Although, like, who can ever say, like, when you are not high? I don't know. It's true. Okay, you know what? For this, I was not. Please go. Okay. It was high on life. Only. Megan went to uh, the Goop Health Summit, mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop Health Summit. It was called In Goop Health. Um, where was it? It was uh, Pier 16 in, like, downtown on the and water. Elegant. In a large warehouse situation, event space, I believe they call them. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the last weekend of January. Okay. It very was recent. Very recent. It was a whole day from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., Oh my god! Uh, they, did you did you even like register, or were you just like too like bathed in the sound of sound baths to? Uh, <laughs> I well, the night before, I like oh God, I'm so stupid. I went to a dinner party at my friend's house, and then I ate half a pop brownie and was like, uh, I'll "See, be I knew it would come up. <laughs> it always does." <laughs> god damn it! I ate half a pop brownie and a bunch of chicken pot pie that was not not have marijuana in it. And then at like eleven, I was like, "Oh god, I'm." And I went home and I went to bed and I woke up the next morning and was like very groggy. Totally fine because Goop gave me a fifty dollar lift credit that would take me from my home to the fucking thing and back. Wow. So it was basically like living like a rich person for one day. This really backs up my theory that Gwyneth Paltrow, despite her problems, would be a really good friend, like a really good girlfriend. Yeah, 100%. I don't know how to describe, like, I don't know what a fucking health summit is because I don't know if those words necessarily go together normally. There was a psychic who correctly predicted the there winner was, of the Super Bowl. There was a psychic named Laura Lynn Jackson, who I'm pretty sure is a quack, except she <laughs> no. and she accurately predicted who would win the Super Bowl. There was I saw Bryce Dallas Howard multiple times mm. in the audience. I washed my hands next to her in the restroom. Did you say anything? Uh, I did not. I said, excuse me, because she was in the way to the paper towels, actually. <laughs> you I did, said, I did. I said, excuse me. Um, what else? I got some aromatherapy. I listened to a lot of panels about a woman who said that she cured, like, end-stage lymphoma with just the power of her mind, which is truly insane to it me. Sounds like a very dangerous experiment. A lot of the talks were, like— they would have some people that were like fine, and then they would have people on the other end of the spectrum because they want to present like a whole right, the it's whole like, thing. They want to present fact, and then they want to present like pseudoscience. Pure, exactly, like fiction. Yeah, actually. I do want to know like what kind of person who's not press comes was, to this type of thing. Um, I saw a lot of like women in their like mid, like late forties to mid fifties, like maybe their last child has just, is just about to graduate and go to college. Mm. And they've really tapped into Goop's whole 
mission of like rec- reclaim your like this whole thing was about like reclaiming your power sure like so your it's feminine like you've power given your, yeah no. you've given your whole life to like your husband and the pta and whatever and now this is you time yeah and you time we're gonna you know we're gonna do that by like fucking facial massage and then you're gonna listen to this panel about some bullshit then you're gonna buy like i mean i was watching women throw like a hundred dollar bottles of like face cream into like shopping that like little baskets as if like not even thinking about it i bought and lost and then found again and then lost again this was such a a roller chapstick (laughs) i'm still really upset i really i'm really upset about it still (laughs) i can't believe that they make you pay for things after already like paying to be in the conference it's but they give you so much like i also felt the same but then I got like free sli- like free Minnetonka slippers when I oh. got there. They're really nice. I got all the food and all the beverages, like all the various like juices were free. And I got a really nice gift bag. All right. Like a backpack that was stuffed to the gills with like a ton of shit. I am so afraid of myself in those types of environments mm-hmm. because I know that if I like let go, yeah, I would be like, I cured my dermatitis the meditation <laughs> like i would i would could so easily be that lady just because right. like the world is such a nightmare that i can totally see how you would just like trap yourself in an egg of your own making you know and it's just like it's warm in here you know and it smells like oud i was it did it was it smelled really good i just want to point out that megan is drinking a golden turmeric latte right now get the fuck out of here this is an iced coffee i really <laughs> do not She's drinking a nice coffee from Pete's. I'm lying. So, two award shows happened aside from the one we talked about that neither of us really knew about. The Grammys. The Grammys. They were boring. Yeah, I think I've only followed the aftermath, which has mm. been fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Grammy boss, mm-hmm. the head of the Grammys, yeah. Neil Portnow, yeah. saying that women need to, like, step up if they want to get nominations and then basically, like— all of the women who are carrying music right now being like, uh, Excuse me, sir? You did dick. Hello? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a dong, and uh, that sucks. The Grammys also kind of sucked. They were really long and very boring. I thought the only bright spot was Rihanna's performance. Mm-hmm. as it usually is. Also, Bruno and Cardi B. Hey! Juliana Rancic and Cardi B and Juliana Rancic and Lil Uzi Vert had two very fantastic interactions on the red carpet. I just think that proved that, like, we need to change the way we have been doing red carpet for, like, just from now on. I agree. It's so fucking bad. And 
Juliana Rancic has no idea how to talk to like black people. And I love what you bring to motorsport. And you even say at one point, and you say um, something like like about the source. Like you need to go to the source. Like you come to me, and you're you're all about that, right? Like if someone. There's so many rumors out there, people are always talking, and you say, you know what, who's the source? Like, come to me, I'll tell you the truth. Yes, it's true, because it's like everybody always talking about that somebody got a problem with me, or somebody always saying that I'm pregnant every two weeks, so it's just like, if y'all wanna, if y'all wanna know, ask me, I'll tell you. She, like, says that she uh, has butterflies yes. in her stomach and, her, and in her vagina, mm-hmm. and I was like, I love you. Yeah, she's really, she's a treat. She's a special treat. I feel a butterfly in my stomach. <laughs> And vagina. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love you. The Grammys also didn't really acknowledge like the Me Too movement. Right. They had like a little Kesha blip, right? Yeah. And oh then... yeah. Kesha's performance was good. Um, everyone was supposed to be wearing like white roses, um, which was a very Hunger Games esque kind of situation. Yeah. Some people did, some people didn't. Some people chose to carry their white rose, which is like a very weird aesthetic choice, in my opinion. Anyway, they were. That's how I feel about the Grammys. Mm. It's like a quiet mouth fart. I did like Shirley Manson and Fiona Apple oh, yeah. performed like in the weekend after, like mm-hmm. this past weekend. And Fiona Apple wore a uh, homemade T-shirt that said Neil, spelled K-N-E-E-L, comma, port now. And I was like, <laughs> she still got it. You bad bitch. Last two items can be very brief. Yeah. The Super Bowl halftime show was so dull. Speaking of Bruno Mars, the whole time I just wanted it to be Bruno Mars instead. Or like anyone. Um, Justin Timberlake was the performer, in case you do not know, hate sports or live under a rock. It, it, I'm jealous. Listen, it, that sounds great. Please <laughs> DM me. Let me know how that is. He uh, trotted out and did, he was wearing like, of real tree camo like yeah. suit because his new album is, is Man, Man of, the, of the, Woods. the Woods, and then he had on like a bandana. He looked really bad. He sounded bad. He uh, it was a really tame performance. <laughs> I proposed before the Super Bowl in a post on Jezebel.com that Justin Timberlake in retribution for exposing Janet Jackson's breast 14 years ago at the Super Bowl should show one nut. He didn't do it. He did not. He did not read the post, and he did not even think about it's bullshit. showing Show one ball. Show us a nut. Show, I mean, I don't really want to see one of your fucking balls, dude, but— But again, it's like, you got to pay the piper. Yep, pay the fucking piper. Oh, and Prince, because the Super Bowl was in Minneapolis. Prince was from Minneapolis. There was a rumor that there was going to be a Prince hologram, which I thought was, like, too soon and, like, extremely disrespectful. Also, there should never be holograms. Oh, I hate holograms. I think they're so awful. Yeah. Um, there was no hologram. It was more like a projection. It was a projection, like this big white sheet It wasn't like down. the Tupac holog- like hologram. No, Jesus Christ. It was a nightmare. 
So the reason that people were so upset that Prince's likeness was being dragged to be used in this halftime show is because Prince and Timberlake had a little bit, like a light beef. This a is boof. A boof. Um, this is from Vanity Fair. Um, during a 2006 post-Emmy Awards party, Prince reportedly said in reference to Timberlake's 2006 hit, Sexy Back, for whoever is claiming that they are bringing Sexy Back, Sexy never left. During Give It To Me, Timberlake retorted with, we missed you on the charts last week. Damn, that's right. You wasn't there. Now, if Sexy never left, then why is everybody on my shit? Don't hate on me just because you didn't come up with it. God, I hate that little rat face. And he, like that, like Justin Timberlake, respectfully, like, fuck you. (laughs) And so that happened. But what also happened on Super Bowl Sunday prior to the Super Bowl is that Kylie fucking Jenner announced that she already had that damn baby on February 1st via, like, a video. Like, ridiculous. Like, oh, my God. That Chris is just a master. She's good. It's going to be okay. There you go. Waiting for you. Oh my God, Chris, she's beautiful. The video featured like a pregnancy photo shoot between her and Chloe, like Travis Scott kissing her stomach, like a closet full of Travis little Scott, pink the things. father of her baby. The father of her baby. The little girl. It's a little girl. We do not know the name yet. Congrats with a K to Kylie. I think that Kylie, like, I think her dream is to just, like, retreat from public life. That's and, pretty much, yeah. So I'm actually, I actually am kind of happy for her. I'm super happy. I mean, <laughs> Which is weird to feel about this teenage, like, this 20-year-old who I just don't know at all. Like, <laughs> That's basically what she said in her, she did, like, she wrote, like, this whole thing that said, like, that was apologizing. Yeah, for not for sharing. For not it. sharing. She said, I knew for myself I needed to prepare for this role of a lifetime in the most positive, stress-free, and healthy way I knew how. There was no gotcha moment, no big paid reveal I had planned. I knew my baby would feel every stress and every emotion, so I chose to do it this way for my little life and our happiness. Which is, like, good for you. Yeah. Great. In the video, also, you see a glimpse of Chicago Kim's baby. Chicago. Kim's third baby. Chai. Chai, if you will. Um, and well, yeah, man. Mazel. Ma- congratulations. I'm very happy for her. Can't wait to May see. May that baby grow up in the shadow of the cosmetic empire <laughs> that you poured your sweat into. Of your lip kits. So today, joining us for our first interview in many moons, we have with us Alex Better, who has been on the show before. Hello. He's lovely. (laughs) And then we also have uh, Mike's senior style writer, Rachel Lubitz, with us. Yes. Hi, guys. And they are here to discuss the timely subject of Natalie Wood's murder? Mysterious. Yeah, disappearance. <laughs> Unclear mm-hmm. to this day. Drowning. Yeah. Okay. Murder. Okay. When yeah. this yeah. happened, I immediately got a text from Rachel. <laughs> like immediately. Yeah. Oh, when, yeah. 
When, so when, Robert Wagner was just recently named a person of in- yes. interest. Yes. A person of interest. Not in a suspect. Her death. A not person a suspect. Of, okay. yes. A person of interest. You may know him as in number death. two in the Austin Powers movies. Exactly. That's yes. how I knew him too. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just learned. I grew up okay. Towering Inferno was my Robert <laughs> yeah. Wagner reference. I mean, like he's been in a million things. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. Been in a heart million to heart is like yeah. the big mm-hmm. thing That's back then. But for me, it was Austin Powers. So why don't we start, just explain Natalie Wood's disappearance, death, et cetera, and then we'll So Natalie Wood, Hollywood starlet. um, From from Rebel Without a Cause. Miracle on 34th Street. She was the original little girl. Was she? Yeah. Yeah. She's a child star. Um, West Side Story, problematically. Yes, Um, agreed. I know. And she, she didn't even do the singing. And Gypsy. Yes. Ugh, also, classic. she was also in the film version of Gypsy. Really a classic. Um, she first married Robert Wagner. They got divorced. She married someone else. Then they got divorced. Then she remarried Robert Wagner. Those are Robert my Wagner. favorite Hollywood mm-hmm. stories. That's a lot. It's just like, so, right. Really a lot. She was working on a film with Christopher Walken. Yeah, it was the like a is. sci-fi movie. The year, 1981. Yes. Yeah. And wow. so they November, get, Thanksgiving. Yes, right after Thanksgiving. Yes. So they get on a yacht for the weekend, and it's Christopher Why Walken, not? Robert Wagner, Natalie Wood, as well as... Captain Dennis Deverne. Captain Dennis Deverne, who, <laughs> Captain who has... Yeah. Who has from Rachel the get-go, doesn't even miss a beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who has, from the get-go, a very suspicious name. Yeah, like, sure. Suspicious. Dennis yes. Deverne is the like alliteration. You're like, name. he's yeah, he's in like, who are you? Sorry, okay, very easy. So, so they're all on the boat. Several things happen. First of all, yes. Natalie Wood had something unclear, but something going on with Christopher Walken. Yeah, oh. and during the during this kind of cruise that they took off Catalina Island, off California. Mm-hmm. Um, they, like, everyone on the boat was, like, they were heavy flirting the entire and time. And wasted the entire time. Wasted the like, entire everyone time. Was drunk. Yeah, like, dropping bottles, all of that. Because they had just been filming this movie, this sci-fi movie, and then there was sort of talk of them having an affair at that time, and then it carried on to this boat. And then also at this time, there was people who were saying that um, Wagner was having an affair with Stephanie Powers, right? His heart-to-heart co-star. His heart-to-heart co-star. Who weirdly, her husband had died also that November, William Holden, who's the white guy from Breakfast at Tiffany's. So there's a lot of of trauma here. Um, But there's kind of a lot with their relationship at that time because he was mainly a TV star, she was film star, but kind of fading away from her career. Um, where he was doing pretty well at the time, even though Natalie was still booking gigs and she had movies on the line too. Right. Yeah. So one thing we can say for sure is Dennis, the boat captain, who is not just their boat captain, Dennis. but a family friend. Dennis has oh. yes. been like a long time. Um, Interesting. He, uh, the first night that they went out, apparently, allegedly, Robert Wagner and Natalie would have gotten into a fight. And everyone has, like, a different kind of take on what it is. Some people are like, oh, it's like he was jealous about Christopher walking. Some people were like, oh, it's about, like, her career and their, like, career issues. But either way, he, the captain, took her ashore the first night and— they slept together in a hotel room. Yeah. The captain um, and Natalie did. Yes. Yeah. And he says nothing happened oh. that they drank wine. They but blamed that, high seas or something. It was like rough weather. Right. And weather. that, and yeah. that, like, and the, I don't know. It's very unclear, but like, yeah. he, the captain lied about this first. About, like, when he was okay. questioned, he was like, no, we all slept on the boat the first yeah, night. Rude. But then the police, mm-hmm. like, did like investigating. Work. Yeah, yeah. Like did police work <laughs> and we're like, like, we're like uh, no, you guys were at a hotel. <laughs> and so, and then the second night, uh, she was at, 
allegedly persuaded to go back on the boat because Christopher Walken was like staying and hanging out. So then it's just like very, I'm like, oh my, I kind of feel so like. So many twists and turns. Yeah, the kind of, yeah. um, the kind of mood I'm getting is it's like three men who are like very obviously all into her. And yeah. She's alone with the three of them. They're all like kind of maybe jealous of each other because then like her and Christopher walking went and got drinks and like dinner and then yeah. they all got dinner together. Yeah. And then they all went back on the boat and they were all really drunk Just the second night. <laughs> <time. laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. There's like on. so many opportunities to die. Yeah. Right? But like, the thing that is really, I think, important to point out is that Natalie had this fear of dark water. Like she mm-hmm. said it throughout her entire oh. career. This is something Wagner said after her death. Okay. Um, this, it was like a very open thing that she loved to discuss in This interviews. is the spooky part yeah. of it is that yeah. when she was a kid, apparently her mother either took her to the psychic or just asked the psychic, but the psychic was like, you're going to (gasps) drown. And like Natalie was like very aware of this fact that the psychic was like, you're going to die in the water oh my God. Um, and to beware of water. So uh, Natalie Wood was deathly afraid of water like for all been. her life. Like yeah. uh, so much so that like when she was a child star, apparently like there was like some kind of accident on a set and she was like thrown into the water and she was traumatized by that as well. She just yeah. was very scared, which then kind of factors into why. Why she had a boat then? Well, what she had said is that sorry. (laughs) What she had said is that she was okay, sort of near the water, on the water, on a boat, but she didn't want to be in the water. Okay. Um, But that also kind of, you know, because people who don't want to believe Wagner or Dennis Devern was involved in this, kind of thought that she like drunkenly teetered out on this boat in the middle of the night. When when you know that she's afraid of dark water, that seems pretty unlikely. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. This is the point where like they're all back on this boat together. They're all wasted. Everyone's so story. Wait, they spend the night at the hotel. That was the first night. Yeah. Her and, her and then Christopher Walken is going now. Second drinks. night oh, during the day. Mm-hmm. Second night they go and they drink and then they have dinner together on the mainland. Okay. They get drunk. They go back to the boat. Yeah. Okay. Even the restaurant workers were like, "These people are drunk. drunk. They need to. Someone <laughs> yeah. should keep an eye on Natalie." Yeah. 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 And so they were all drunk and they're all back on the boat together. And then this is where things get kooky crazy. Like it's <laughs> okay. just like it doesn't like everyone's it, version it doesn't add up. of what happens yeah. doesn't add up, doesn't uh-huh. make sense. And there's so many different versions and like people keep changing their story. So like And they're also weirdly casual about it. Like yes. Wagner and Walken are just like, I don't know. Um she said she was going to sleep and then I woke up and she wasn't there. And, what? And, and they were like we were having a political debate and yeah. uh she went down to, to bed and I went to kiss her goodnight and she was gone. And what then the we went looking for her and then the dinghy which was the little boat um was also gone. Um so like it's very unclear. So, like, the different versions of the story is, like, one is, like, she tried to, she was, like, upset and tried to, like, leave the boat, went out on the dinghy by herself. and She wouldn't do that, though, because of the fear. Because right, why would she right. do that when she's right. definitely afraid of water? I wouldn't water, do that. Want, yeah. I wouldn't do that normally, boat. and exactly. I'm not afraid of water. The second is that Robert Wagner's like, oh, this is what makes sense, is that the dinghy used to knock against the <laughs> yeah. boat, and it used to keep her up and bother her. Yeah. So, when I heard that she died, she was wearing a parka, and, like, her nightgown and her socks. That's all she was wearing, which they believe that when she fell in the water with the parka, she was too drunk it's, to take the parka uh, off herself. Yeah, really heavy. And that's what, yes, and there that's what is. led to her quick drowning or something. But okay. apparently Robert Wagner's like, oh, the dinghy must have been hanging the bone. She probably went out by herself to fix <laughs> in it. In the middle of the night. And it that doesn't make sense. And then no. he's like, oh, she probably slipped on algae trying to get back on what? the boat. But then this, the police were like, none of the, like the boat was fine. There was yeah. no, like the, the algae and was intact on the water. this is a big boat. This is a big boat. Yeah. Well, so the there's yacht, like a ladder right? going 
going. Yeah. Right. So there's a ladder going down. Like it's not like you fall off. It's not like a speed boat. It's like no, a little no, power no. boat. It's like so, a yacht, like yeah, a proper yeah. yacht. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't make like none of this makes sense. <clears throat> and then there was the broken bottle. Uh, so there was a broken <gasps> wine <laughs> bottle um, because because only later did the captain say her and Robert Robert Wagner had a fight the night that she disappeared with Walken too. With Wa- and Walken was involved as well. Yeah. Only only later the captain. How much later? Oh, like years, years and years. Later. I want to say 2000. But, when he originally testified, he said, no, there was no argument. Everything was fine. And then I want to say in 2011, he was like, oh, hold on. I, I lied about everything. <laughs> Let's go back. That they wow. had an argument. Yeah. And then he, the captain also said that like when she disappeared, Robert Wagner went to him and was like, she's gone. But then persuaded him not to turn on the, um, like the, the floodlights on the boat. Like to look for like it, and like the, he Robert Wagner said he didn't want to alert other people in the area that like something might be wrong. Like it's all very questionable. So the different versions of the story is that Robert Wagner and her argued. The captain was like, Christopher Walking, please, please, like uh, help. And Christopher Walking like went in. Uh, there's two versions of the story that Christopher Walking was like couldn't be bothered and was like, I don't get involved with married couples fighting. And it's then, like I only get involved sexually. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the other version of the story is that he did go down and like try to mediate and then left. Yeah. But like all versions of the story kind of lead to Robert Wagner might have been alone with her after a fight, that they had yeah. a fight, but then Robert Wagner says they did. It's all like very murky. And the sorry, going back to the broken bottle. Please. There was a broken wine bottle. And Robert Wagner was like, Oh, yeah, there's just, it was rough seas and the bottle fell over. But then later in his autobiography, he admits, like, oh, yeah, in the middle of a fight, I broke a bottle. (laughs) It's so, it's just, I'm like, why lie about that? Why lie about that, like, from the get go and then later admit it? Like, it's a weird, it doesn't make sense. But bottom line is, she was deathly afraid of water. I just can't imagine her, like, drunkenly even, like, going out yeah. on the deck in, like, a parka and being like, oh, I'm going to, like, get in a boat or fix this boat. Unless she was so drunk that she was like, I'm going to confront my fear. Or, like, have a cigarette outside or something. I mean, the dinghy, but, the dinghy situation sounds right. just not— So the yeah. dinghy was missing. They found the dinghy, okay. like, a mile away, uh, not that yeah. far from her, where they found her body. Okay. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, too, so part of the opening, reopening of this case, what they keep on mentioning is the bruises on her, on her body. Okay. And normally, I mean, when they first did the autopsy, they were kind of like, oh, these are from her fall. Like, mm-hmm. maybe she had fallen before, rough seas, anything. Right. But apparently they were on her arms in such a way that people are thinking that it's from this argument like that she had tussle, with Wagner. Yeah, right. exactly. Some kind of like A grabbing assault. situation. Yeah, situation. Okay. That lends itself to the theory that they were fighting anyway. So unclear. Yeah. Everyone's version's different. You can't really, the captain keeps coming up with like, <laughs> yeah, just with like, oh, but like, actually this <laughs> happened. But like, the way he does it is always like through the tabloids. So it's like yeah. kind of unclear like dude. what he, like what his intentions are. But because especially the first night with the whole them staying in the hotel together, it's unclear if like he had feelings for Natalie, if something was going on there. Like he says that what they fought about the night that she disappeared was about Christopher Walken and that Mm -hmm. Robert Wagner allegedly said, what are you trying to do? Fuck my wife to Christopher Walken. (laughs) And, but the weird part is Christopher Walken seems to be the only consistent, like, weirdly, like kind of unbothered, like, person throughout this entire thing where he's just like, I don't know, I went to bed. Yeah, I kind of think he was asleep. So his story has not changed throughout 
to this day, he'll be like, they investigated it. And, you know, um, <laughs> some people are never going to be satisfied with the, mm. if they don't believe the investigation. They're Interesting. Not be satisfied. Which is, like, probably true in a, in a way where I feel like if, like, a, if a famous woman, especially, yeah. like, a famous yeah. rich white woman dies in this very kind of dramatic exactly. way, there are people who will never be able to just be like, oh, this happened. This yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, true. she was nominated for three Academy Awards. So it would be akin to... Like Renee Zellweger going missing? I'm trying to like compare her to a star of today. Right. right. I would say someone who like, she was a child star first. This is someone who's been. Right. So people feel like they knew her. It's like a Reese Witherspoon maybe. In the public eye for years. Oh, we're missing. We're missing one key element. I'm so sorry. The people on the other boat. Oh, wow, that's huge. That's okay, huge. people I'm on the so other boat. So the night when she fell. <laughs> so they're not. They're not like. They're, they're not, not like alone in the. They're no, not alone no, no. in the ocean. There's like several yachts. Yeah, there's like, people, right, there are Catalina around that, like, right? Off the yes. coast of right. like, okay. So there's yeah. a married couple on <laughs> another boat. There's a married couple on another boat, and. There was another yacht, too, that there was a party going on, which kind of mixes up. Apparently, like, there was Mm. another yacht that was loud. But apparently the married couple said that they heard a woman scream. Okay. Um, And she said something like, help her. Help me. Yeah. And then also they said that they heard a man say, very condescendingly, apparently, Mm. and patronizingly said, don't worry, honey, we'll come get you. Uh... Which what? Yeah, and which, you would know if it was Walken who said it. <laughs> yeah. you, you would. You One would I, assume yes. That's in this great Vanity Fair piece from 2000 that I read before this. That is very. It covers everything, but that's in it too. So it's an mm-hmm. official. Yeah, it's on the okay. record in there. Okay. Investigation, but, but it's just kind of like the, the wheel is something that like I think. Well, that's if this person heard correctly, allegedly, right. if they heard this at all, that makes me kind of think that it's. Something between, weirdly, I think Walken's not involved. I think it's something between the captain and Robert Wagner. And Wagner. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And who knows exactly what it was? Who knows if it was some kind of altercation that led to an accident and they didn't, they panicked and did not know what to do? Yeah. I mean, we've seen that throughout, throughout the years that people, something could an accident and then they you don't kind handle of, it well. Yeah, you, you make it worse it by, by panicking. By, by panicking and being like, oh, let's figure out, I mean, let's I figure out a plan for this, uh, whatever I just did. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, no, it yeah. never works. John Benet might be the, mm. the prime example of that to me that comes <laughs> to my head because <laughs> it's like if there's something wrong happens, it's like, what do you do? Let's write a ransom note. Like, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> alleged, <laughs> alleged, allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Um, but the I just think, you know, it's going to bug. It's here's, do, you, do you feel like something's stuck in my throat? It's going to bug me. This is – it really bothers me that we don't have, like, a clear picture. Yeah, you both, like, look actually <laughs> agitated. <laughs> Very, like, Which your I'm levels like, are up about this. We are all about the same age, right? Late mm-hmm. 20s, early 30s, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. none of us were alive when this no, happened. No, I'm 26. I was born in 92. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this Sorry. Happened, this all happened right. a year before I was – all right. Yeah. But what Miss. is now looking back, now looking back though, I think it's weird and creepy how Wagner and Walken just continued. And yeah. so few people know about this case and that this yeah. happened. I mean, I just knew Wagner from um, Austin Powers, Walken yeah. from everything, who knows. Right. And they were just kind of able to, I don't know, let it fly off them. Hmm. It's such a kind of dark and like, upsetting situation. Yeah. Yeah. And for it to then be like just like ruled off as like, oh yeah, like, like oh, it was an accident. accident. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, the drunk 
the drunk lady fell in the water. Ha <laughs> ha. That yeah. no yeah. one like really like poked more holes in it at the time. Right. Or, like, re- like it just doesn't add up. I'm like, and why were all these like men like lying about it? Right. Like That's very what's so easy to see through like the, the captain being like, oh no, we all spent the first night on the boat. And it's like, no. no you guys yeah, they're all just so together. casual like, about it. Hmm. And also just like why, I mean, I guess the two reasons you would lie is that one, something nociferous happened intentionally, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that she was murdered. And the other is the scenario you mentioned, which is that something went wrong and yeah. they accidentally murdered her. Yeah. Um. And so it's like, why would you not get your story straight? Yeah, you're right. Like in you either one, of, if you were trying to cover up either one of those situations, why wouldn't you just be like, hey, Dennis and Robert, we're going to sit down for a chat. Yeah, you would you have know, like is... take 15 minutes to be like, okay, <laughs> so we fucked up. Mm-hmm. Here's how we're going to cover our own ad. Like just be smarter about, I don't know. You know, this is actually we, a podcast where we teach people how to murder other people. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I do have one more question for you guys, which is what's the deal with her sister? Because I feel like I yeah. know her sister through like National Enquirer or Closer, which is like You're the, talking about oh, Lana, right? The one who is always touched, like yeah, being like Robert like, Wagner she, knows what yeah. he did, yeah, that type of she's thing. She's quoted heavily in that Vanity Fair piece. I don't know. One thing that always stayed with me that his that her sister said was she was like, my sister would never like try to go on shore, on shore, like wearing like a nightgown mm. and a jacket. Right. Yeah. And she's socks. like, that's she's like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right. And so she's someone who's like throughout the years, but like she's also had ups and downs of like, right, where she's been kind of like, well, when everyone gets drunk, you right. know, right. things happen. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> and I think she's always at least been like a voice that's been calling out as to like, you know, well, can you explain this, please? Because mm-hmm. the explanation that we're given doesn't make sense. So it's just like a very sad story. Yes, it is. With it no is. conclusion. That's right. the bug. That's the thing that. Yeah. The lack right. of like conclusion. It's un- completely yeah. kind of unsolved. Yeah. Or like solved. I mean, I mean, they have changed her official cause of death to like drowning and other unknown causes. Oh. Yeah. From yeah. like accidental drowning. Oh, okay. But like, I mean, even okay. I doubt we're gonna. That's even have more. Any answer. The, yeah. Right. Yeah. So vague. Yeah. We have to wait for these men to die. <laughs> That's Maria. I know. (laughs) And then he dies. (laughs) (laughs) I know who did it. (laughs) There we. This has been like just like carefully like waiting for like I'm waiting for it to be more appropriate than. I've seen. I've seen. And then he dies before he can get it out. Yeah, that would be. I've seen uh, because I've seen like people like talk about this before, and they like dive right to walk-in impressions, and I'm always kind of like, give it some space, give it a little bit of like, just like pay respect to like what happened, and then. Then do your walk in near the end. Oh, sorry that I'm a natural comedian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Dirtcast, and thank you to Rachel Lubitz and Alex Better. You can check out Alex Better's theater group here for drama on facebook or just by googling the words here for drama our show is produced by levi sharp 
Madana Mofidi is our executive director of audio. Our theme music is by Stuart Wood. And this episode was mixed by Jamie Colazzo. If you want to send us a tip or just let us know what you think, hit us up at dirtcast at jezebel.com. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you.